Hello, citizen. This is Sean uh, of the Whip Around. Maybe, maybe you've heard of me. If not, you have come looking for some kind of Fox Sports thing, maybe. And uh, hey, baby, let's do some sportsiness. Anyway, for the rest of you who aren't clinically Fox listeners, uh, I am here to tell you that Phil and I are uh, going to be back next week with a full episode. Uh, however, this particular week, due to the uh, intensity of everyone's schedules, everyone meaning basically me, Phil is a, a maniac who can pretty much be in 10 places at once. And uh, Tally's Folly, which is playing at the Pennsylvania Playhouse through weekends until we close on Sunday, April 25th. Get your uh, get your tickets right away and come check it out either in person. Uh, again, that's paplayhouse.org. Uh, or you can stream the show. We recorded it for you. But because of all of that, things are a little bit nutty. So we're going to re-air a wonderful classic. One of our funniest, one of our fartiest, <laughs> one of our strangest that actually does dovetail a bit into what's going on lately. In fact, when Phil suggested this particular uh, episode, I believe his words were... If you like my authentic Aussie accent during the episode, you'll love what I do in Tally's Folly, which, uh, tongue in cheek, am I right? Phil's tongue in Phil's cheek. I know I said it could be ten places at once, but let's keep it, uh, let's, let's keep that, that, that part safe. Anyways, the episode is from this previous summer, uh, it aired on June 17th, it is lovely, even in the title, The Attack of the flatulent Australian cows. Now, before I go into that, uh, I just want to point out what I'm pretty much, I'm 90% sure I'm going to be talking about this story in the cabinet next week. So I thought I might give everybody a little tip of my hand to what is on my mind and what is, I don't know, maybe going to be on yours. And if you want to get a jump on things, in uh, Wired, wired.com, uh, this article came out on the 9th of April, and it is called How to Survive a Killer Asteroid by Cody Cassidy. And I'm going to be talking about that. So if you wanted to get a jump on that, uh, it is a, a wonderful article that is basically talking about how if you had a time machine hey, and opted to go back, because you're this type of person, to the dinosaur era, the late Cretaceous period... Uh, you know, how you might survive what happens a few days after you notice, perhaps, a new star in the sky that gets progressively brighter as it brings a new era down upon you. Anyway, it's wonderfully graphic in parts, uh, some crazy cool diagrams, check it out, or hey, wait for me to talk to you about it next week. In any case, yes, thank you for tuning in, Weird News, I'm Sean, you'll also be hearing Phil... Uh, any contests or links we mentioned will, of course, be outdated uh, at this point, unless, of course, it is www.thewhiparoundpodcast.com. And uh, you can, of course, email us at thewhiparound at gmail.com anytime you like. Operators are, are standing somewhere. Okay, so obviously we love you. Obviously, bye for now. Please do enjoy, again, what might be our fartiest episode of all time. Uh, you're going to hear about an Australian uh, mix-up, <laughs> Kevin, 
And you will be hearing about laser combs and cow farts from the good doctor himself. So you take care of yourself out there, wear your mask, whether you're committing crimes or not, and we will quote-unquote see you next week. Here we go. It's like playing a game of Battleship with lasers and farts. Welcome to the Whip Around. I'm Sean Hayes, and I'm in a bit of a, a naggy mood, I guess. Hey, it's the Whip Around. I mean, I'm here. And it's a bit of a fabulous mood, it sounds like. What? I mean, like, hey, hey. <laughs> not like that. It's the Whip Around. You know, not like that. But anyway. Sure, because I'm okay. Hey, I'm Sean Hayes, <laughs> and I'm here uh, to bring some weird Sean news Hayes. to you. Sean Hayes. Some weird Sorry. news. Some weird news to you, and I'm here with my annoying friend, Doctor Phil Laporta, with no affect in his voice today. Powered by gnocchi. Oh fuck yeah! Oh my God, that was delicious. So hey, so what's up? hey, yeah, nothing is up with me. <laughs> uh, we're doing a lot of work. Well, we, my wife is doing a lot of work on the deck because I wanted to hire someone and she wanted to do it herself, and I said, well. I'm going to do as much work on it as I would have if we had hired someone, if that's how you want to you know, play it. <laughs> and she was cool with that. And so I've been mostly just hanging out with a seven-year-old for the last couple of days. Hey, hey, that's work. So here, hey, Phil, I thought of a really good joke from hanging out with a seven-year-old. Are you ready? Okay, let's see what a seven-year-old do, does to you, hanging out with a seven-year-old. Knock, knock. Who's there? Boo. Boo who? Boo, boo, butt. You know what? It's better than what I was expecting. I get that a lot. So, uh, Phil, what's <laughs> up with you? Nothing. Uh, <clears throat> about as normal as I felt in a long while and uh, watching a lot of reruns of American Gladiators. That's, <laughs> it's, it's been... Now, wait. Which iteration or both? Uh, I, okay. It's an online like streaming channel, and they're just running through all of the seasons. I never watched the 2008, but, but like they have like season one when it was weird it was always weird i uh have you uh, wait have you seen season one where they're like the referees are like in executioner hoods and shit i feel like i have seen one or two. Oh my god it is so weird but it's really they not american trying- gladiators until nitro decides to have like this personality going on <laughs> they all do and these no these no oh, like, you know on. nitro's like yeah i'm the bad boy and it's 80s porn star crackhead looking face and yeah there's well, a lot of that going on, though. What, it's still entertaining. What is up with you besides TV? Nothing. I really want to run the assault course. I've always wanted to, and I just want to more now. Now, would you rather run it if you had the choice to run that thing or to man like the uh, like the sort of howitzer shooting tennis balls kind of thing? No, I want I want to run the course. Uh, you can well, shoot at me with the howitzer. I was going to say, you're in luck because I have always wanted – this is so telling of our personalities. <laughs> I've always thought to myself, like, no, you are a terrible shot with that thing. I would clear this place out. Like, I would mow down a lot of hopeful people, and you could quote me on that. <laughs> Thank God I wasn't born in East Germany. Well, Phil. <laughs> oh, wow. Is the, For know, a lot of reasons. 
<laughs> you know what else would mow down a lot of people? What would mow a down train? a lot of people? <laughs> a train. <laughs> You're on the tracks, so get out of the way. Choo choo. The weird's coming through. It's train wreck headlines. Oh, man. My ass is in the cow catcher. <laughs> Yes. Uh, well, listen, while lots of people were out there protesting for change, some people were out there busy proving why there even need to be protests. So I've got six headlines from the weird around the world this week. What? If people weren't this dumb and doing things that warranted these headlines, I'm pretty sure we would have been able to affect change more efficiently. I want to put that segue under citizens fucking arrest. <laughs> I want to put that segue <laughs> on top of a pillar and hammer at it with a giant Q-tip until it falls down. I want... <laughs> wow, that's I, the right there. I want that segue to be in some kind of giant human hamster ball, and I want to smash into it, knocking it away from the steam shooting whatever. I'm going to get in the scoring pod with this segment, damn it. I wish they did shoot steam. To be like, well, you scored. We're going to boil you alive now. Anyway, yeah, headlines, fun. <laughs> Here we go. If I ran the world. <laughs> Naked man steals ambulance, crashes into Winnipeg Cultural Center. Yes. HOA president resigns after joining orgy he was sent to break up. Porn star Nacho Vidal held in Spain after man dies in toad venom ritual. Nude sunbather mistake. You're right there. <laughs> that, was a that was a wild and woolly one, man. <laughs> Nude sunbather mistaken for dead body near railway line in Essex. Spanish police arrest 80-year-old for murdering fellow bingo player. And police arrest man who claims he was making healthy meth. All right. <laughs> I was thrown that slow. I'm, I'm worried what's going to happen to me. Hey, when man steals ambulance, crashes into Winnipeg Cultural Center. HOA president resigns after joining orgy sentence to break up. Porn star Nacho Vidal held in Spain after man dies in toad venom ritual. Nude sunbather mistaken for dead body near railway line in Essex. Spanish police arrest 80-year-old for murdering fellow bingo player. Police arrest man who claims he was making healthy meth. Okay. Um... Oh boy! Well, I, uh, which one are you sending to the penalty pit? I the, <laughs> I feel weren't some didn't they give him like grenades they could throw? They were like in the here, last thing in the assault, the first, <laughs> but like it exploded into glitter. And I was here. You go, you little dweeb. Um, <laughs> I I feel like the the porn star one is is too. That's too weird to not be true. So okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that I I'm gonna take that out of consideration. Okay. Uh, so I distrust the sunbather one and the healthy meth one. Okay. Um, and based only on the fact that you had nothing that's up with you except for television uh, this week, I'm just gonna. Like I'm going anywhere. Like maybe you were watching or thinking about Breaking Bad or something, and the meth cooking or what have you. So I, I'm gonna say the fake one is the man arrested claiming he was making healthy meth or whatever. Pick up that bell and put it down. You're wrong. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> By any chance, was it the nude sunbather? No. <laughs> <laughs> I did it again. It was the HOA president resigns after joining Orgy. You know what's crazy? Break up. You know what's nuts what? about I, I actually, we need to come up with a name for this, Phil, this phenomenon. For when you... When I hear one of your fake headlines, and it's really familiar, when I'm like, well, it's not that. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Because that's what you happened You heard that. that this week? I really did. I was like, I know, I heard something, like... It's sort of like the, um, what do you call it, the phantom vibration syndrome for people with phones in their pockets thinking that they, oh. so, so I, I have the phantom headline syndrome. Headline syndrome, I like it. 
Uh, yeah. And I don't know how I would even begin to figure out what the what your crazy pattern would be. Um, well, I, I'm, here's the clue for this week before you take a stab at it. Okay. Each week's he- false headline is in absolutely no way related to or influenced by the real ones. That's cool, man. So it's not, not like I'm pulling pieces or taking things from other ones. Great. Just, Next oh. week's clue could be like just the, the fake one is always in English. <laughs> just to stay really useful. But I'm glad. I don't want to be able to figure it out until it's just biting me in the face, you know? Uh, it kind of has been. But, you know, if you got that face bitten off, yeah. you might die. Yeah. And then I'd be a has-been. Good thing it's an audio podcast, because even if you had no face, you could still do Sean's Cabinet of the Macabre. Oh! <laughs> That's weird. You know, I, I, I take it as a given that you mean the Macabinet. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, that, that, that. Okay, well... um. To, again, I love to give these little peeks behind the curtain, but last night I came across a story and I, I had it was so funny to me. I was reading it to my wife in 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 our bedroom in bed, non-sexual. <laughs> it wasn't like mid-coitus. Like I, I have a funny story for you, although that could be fun too. <laughs> Who knows? Um, whatever whatever floats your dinghy. But I read it, and she, we're just in bed, ready to go to sleep, but we laughed ourselves back into wakefulness with this story. That's um, a good – and you texted me at like 12 in the morning. I got it yeah. when I woke up on Saturday, this, yeah. hey, dude, please tell me you're not using this for anything. Right. And which I didn't tell tell Phil anything except for a few loose deets, so he doesn't know either. Something about a don't tell the citizens any clues. Oh, okay. Anyway, so it is a little bit different. It's admittedly, Phil, citizens, it's admittedly a bit of a stretch to call it macabre, but damn it, everyone. I found it and it's too god darn good not to use as my main story. And I'm gonna call it macabre adjacent. We, you're still on mute, you I real, PhD. I, I blew my nose and I'm <laughs> muted. I, I, think you're st- I think you're allowed to do that. I don't think that's a problem at all. Well, just for the purists out there, you know. But um, we're going we're gonna to go to Australia for one hell of a uh, botched connection. Uh, woo! In fact, you know what, Phil? Let me rephrase and reframe today's dark adventure. More like Sean's kink. Of the macabre. Oh, no. The McKinkinit. Kinkinit? The McKinkinit. So, yes. I like that. Australia, buddy. Australia, citizens. Cue that beautiful didgeridoo music. And let's saddle up on our hopping steeds. For we are off to the New South Wales area of the land down under for this one. And a crime. Maybe a crime? That took place last July, but only finished winding its strange way through the courts this month, earlier Uh, in June of 2020. Efficient court system, similar to us. Exactly. Just upside down. Low-hanging fruit, or should I say, (laughs) high-floating fruit. It's upside down, motherfucker. Uh, The fruit falls in the clockwise direction. So, we're inside a home in the relatively early morning here in New South Wales. It's a lazy, quiet kind of day. And the homeowner here noticed a light on in his lounge. Okay. About too strange so far, but 6:30-ish in the morning, light on in the lounge. 
Calling out, he heard a strange reply at a pretty close distance. So he reached over and switched on his bedside lamp, only to now see two men in masks armed with machetes at his bedside. Well then. Now, Phil, citizens, as it, happens, as it happens, the two men were hired by an unnamed third party for some kinky sexual strangeness. Their job was to enter the customer's home, brandishing machetes and, per court documents, quote, tie up and stroke a semi-naked man in his underpants with a broom. <laughs> but, hey. but, that fucking customer, between making this arrangement and the date of the uh, broom play, that customer moved to a new address over oh, no. 30 miles away and apparently said nothing of this to his kinky guests-to-be. With me so far. Uh, I mean, I have my questions, but I will reserve them. Okay, so according to police, lawyers, and the testimony of the two men, which we can piece together, here's how it went down in poor Australian accents for any dialogue, okay? <clears throat> At 6.15, the, the, the unnamed homeowner hears noises, notices the light on in the lounge. Now, he's got a friend that sometimes comes over and makes coffee in the morning, see? Well, that's very nice. And so any quotes I give you, remember, are from their sourced. So this is real. Bugger off, he calls out. It's too early. And there's a pause. And a very close by voice asks, is your name Kevin? <laughs> well, at least he got right to the point. Some rustling noises. On go the lights. And surprise, two masked dudes with giant knives. And I assume one with a broom handle. There's another slight pause. Kevin, the other masked man, asks. No, the homeowner replies over and over, less than enthused, before giving his name to the two guests. There follows, Phil, citizens, a confused patter of Aussie crosstalk before one masked fella steps forward and in the most extraordinarily Australian fashion, he says, and I quote, are you sure you're not Kevin? As we were told to come to this address and pick up Kevin. <laughs> Our resident repeats, he's definitely not Kevin and absolutely didn't call for two armed masked dudes to come wave machetes around his home. So, the pair of masked gents leave, but not before. So Australian. But not before one stepped forward and shook hands with his new terrified friend and said, Sorry, mate. <laughs> for, the only way that could end. For his part, the second intruder closed the door behind him, but not before he made sure to turn back and say, Bye. So our man called the cops for some reason. Yeah. And the actual Kevin called the intruders at some point after this, uh, asking where they were at this point. And, and I have to assume it's at about this point that Yakety Sax stopped playing. <laughs> so the cops finally find those two guys at Kevin's house, where apparently they got there. Kevin made them eggs and bacon, and one of them immediately fell asleep on the couch. 
Well, that's nice of Kevin. Yeah, but he paid these guys to stroke him with a broom and they conked out on the couch. So. For all their trouble. All that being said, finally, just a few weeks back, the the one kink provider actually still charged with intimidation and other minor offenses was cleared of charges, released, free to rub broomsticks wherever, as long as he's given up-to-date info, folks. And I'll close this by once again reading from the defendant's lawyer's statement about that fateful morning with the complete quote, and we can maybe start your reaction to this, Phil, with thoughts on this. Quote, it was a commercial agreement to tie up and stroke a semi-naked man in his underpants with a broom. Entry was not with intent to intimidate. To stroke a semi-naked man <laughs> in his underpants with a broom. Listen. Machetes optional, I suppose. It's very specific. Your thoughts, mate. Uh, how you going? Okay, Bruce. So, um, the first Too thing right. comes, <laughs> the first thing that comes to my mind, <laughs> space mutiny reference. Nice. Uh, the first thing that came to my mind was what kind of broom was, was this like a, I, I hope not. That's like, your first question is what kind <laughs> of broom? Because the first was like, I hope it's Hold not- on, hold on, machetes, I get it. Yeah, they're coming to stroke him <laughs> in his undies. What what kind of broom? Like, I'm hoping it's not one of those really stiff, like, straw brooms. That's gonna, that's gotta hurt. What kind of broom, um, do, what kind of broom are you imagining while you picture this then, Phil? What kind of broom would you want someone brandishing a machete in one hand to wield in his other hand? Broom in the other, a very nice, soft, like, one of those dustpan brooms that's very soft. That's what went through my mind. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, let's let's just assume that. Moving so. on. So the first, the it all first makes sense to you now. Of, yeah, totally. The second was, you know, moving is stressful. I get not giving certain people your forwarding address. I know. <laughs> that is the other thing. Now, my other thought was this was so this was an arrangement made by a fetishist who did it so far in advance. He was hoping to forget that he made the arrangement. So is that much more authentic, I guess? Uh, well, I suppose that's one theory. Another would be that he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> that he gave his old... Okay, yeah, possible that he gave the old address to the... You know. Okay, sure. No, I think he made the arrangements, moved, never told them he moved. Okay. Um, Which is interesting because he also had the presence of mind to call and be like, where are you guys? Right, I and mean, that's what makes it... That was, weirds me out a little bit. Uh, the second is how polite <laughs> the, the homeowner was in the end. Well, I... Homeowner. I guess. To not, I know I got guys with machetes in the bedroom, but my first instinct is to start kicking and grabbing a lamp and throwing it and just trying to, you know. Well, the good all-American, what the fuck, get the fuck out of my house, right? Not like, just a, no, the attack, no, not attack, Kevin, no. Attack unknown guy. Also, how professional the two guys with machetes were. Are you Are sure? Kevin? <laughs> Are you sure not, sure Kevin? not Kevin? We were given this address to come and pick up Kevin. And then Kevin, how polite when they get there. It's like, I'm sorry, I sent you to the wrong house. Here's, let me make you eggs and call. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, all, all of it's just so genteel and so strange. And yet in that moment, that unnamed homeowner, oh, I mean, yes, I would have started throwing like my bedside lamp at the guy, but I also would have shit my pants. Bugger off. It's too early. Like, I like that that's, which is interesting because the guys apparently were supposed to come 
at like the crack of dawn, I guess. I mean, it's early, 6.15. And people like doing it in the morning. Well, I'm just saying, like, look, you know, this time, the broom stroking, I feel like we could really get it right if we started early. <laughs> the early bird gets the broom in the crotch. I mean, who wouldn't want to be woken up like that in the morning? Show of hands, everybody. <laughs> By the way, did, did it say what day of the week this happened? I'm just... It did not. It did not. Um, okay. I'm sure with I'm a little bit of backtracking, we could find it. I checked out two sure. separate articles. I believe... I don't. I don't know. Because I'm thinking to myself, this must have been a weekend. Right, I, I assume. But you know what? Make you look forward to your Monday. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. But I, I also, I can't get over the bugger off. It's too early. Do you know what I mean? Imagine <laughs> imagine you think it's the right address. And the guy's like, you're too early. You're like, Kevin? You said you're the early bird. What's, up? What's going on? Pardon for my terrible Australian accent. but No, that's fine. I hope whatever next play you get in. That's that's not twelve angry jurors. It, it, I, this is your tryout. That it necessitates. Oh, I thought you were going to say they put you through some kind of Aussie boot camp. Oh, I thought you, I thought you were going to imply the brooms. I was just implying the accent. Well, no, we I, need I a meant guy who's like into brooms for this. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah. So should we take a quick uh, a quick break? Yeah. A quick break, mate. Yeah, get uh, some shrimp on your barbecue and fucking uh, love it, mate. Sweep them if you got them. Clear out the underbrush while you're down there. Uh, it hurts. Good eye. Hello, thank you for calling the Whip Around Helpline. For English, say yes. For Spanish, say Gonzalez Gonzalez. Hello, is this 911? Hello? Thank you for choosing English. How may we direct your call today at the Whip Around Helpline? My dog bit my dick off! You've said subscribe to the Whip Around. We've now subscribed your podcast application to the Whip Around. What? My balls off too. Hello. You've said five stars. Thank you very much for rating the Whip Around five stars. Is there anything else we can help you with today? I'm watching him chew it up. He's chewing it up. He's gonna swallow my dick and balls. Help me. Thank you for leaving a positive review. We greatly appreciate this. Is there anything else we can help you with today? Oh, kill this dog. For peanut butter related problems, please stay on the line. All right, I'll wait. Fuck you, dog. I love you, around. I have no good segue, and we're back. And every part of that was true. <laughs> it's just a all accurate. There's nothing, you know. Sean showed you a little how we make the sausage, but there's nothing more true than I just don't plan that shit. Phil, Sometimes it's too it's early, mate. Here, I'll just. Ah! It still matters, damn it. You are. You are. Thank you. You know who is? What? The COVID-idiot of the week. <gasps> hey, hey, it's the COVID-idiot of the week. Of the week. Of the week. <laughs> and you know what? We're traveling to Madagascar this week for a pair of COVID-idiots. Oh, my favorite island nation off the coast of Africa's east side. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the east fifth side. biggest island in the West. Suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Support your local protest. There. All right, so I'm going to get this wrong, but the country's education minister, Riahosa Andrea Manana. Manana! <laughs> I, I don't know what it really is. I just like knowing how wrong you must be. <laughs> Pretty bad. Uh, was fired for planning to order $2 million worth of lollipops. Whoa. Innocuous enough. Misappropriation of funds. But is it COVID-worthy? 
Yes, citizens, it was because these lollipops were earmarked for pupils of schools to make the snake oil go down easier. Yes, they were meant to be given to kids after they drank a bitter herbal, read bullshit, tonic that supposedly protects against the big dumb thing. Even the country's president, another name I'm going to get wrong, Andre Raggiolina. (laughs) Very very Italian. All of your African names sound like they'd be really, really good with ravioli. He's promoting and importing this snake oil despite the country's medical establishment warning him. So Mr. Andrea Manana for being complicit in selling snake oil to vulnerable kids and to President Rajolina for, for, for the most Italian nation off the east coast of Africa for, for firing him over lollipop pops instead of stopping feeding kids bullshit. You two are my covidiots of the week. Hey, Phil. I don't know if you know this, if you meant to, if I misheard it, but I just heard you say something that is going to be my steampunk gay porn name. (laughs) And and I wish I could just get the tape back and roll it back. I think it was lollipop pop. Lollipop pop. (laughs) That is my steampunk gay porn name. Lollipop pop. Mr. (laughs) Actually, it would be like Brigadier Brigadier (laughs) Captain Lollipop Fop. Lollipop pop. Lollipop pop. Do we need science after that? I think we're good. Let's call it a show. (laughs) (laughs) You were saying. Oh, that's okay. I'm about to talk about farts. It's going to get good. So I think a a month. It's already great. I think a month or two ago, I mentioned that farmers and scientists were teaming up to try and breed cows that farted a little bit less. Try to. Yeah. 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 Uh, Part of your genetic code dictates how you process food. And if you have cows that fart less, maybe, maybe. Uh, they produce a little less greenhouse gas emission. Seems reasonable on the surface. Sure. But short of walking behind the herd and sniffing all day, how do you know which cows are farting more or less than your average bovine? Coat their butts in baby powder. Over (laughs) and over again. That would would be amazing. I would pay to see that. (laughs) Yeah. There's your next uh, Netflix show. (laughs) Fields of rocket-looking cows. That's right, man. How about lasers? Uh, mm. How about laser combs? Ew. No, <laughs> not really, right? Not, you don't mean that shit. Right? Oh, yes, I do. Oh, oh yes, I do. Laser here's, combs. God laser damn com- it. Here's the best. Okay, wait. This this comes from the recently virtually held uh, conference on lasers and electro-optics, or the Clio conference. Obviously. Uh, very recent. Uh, it was held virtually. And this has to be one of the most amazing examples I read of both bizarre science and techno babble that I ever read. So I'm just going to give you a couple of choice quotes from their from their paper and you tell me what you think they're fucking doing here with these cows. <laughs> you, <laughs> just... you tell me what the fuck is going on. <laughs> okay, here we go. Ready? Yeah. Frequency combs track the presence of specific molecules by revealing spectral fingerprints. Laser okay. combs give you the best of both worlds, probing vast spectral ranges with coherent light. Dual comb spectroscopy involves two infrared laser combs. Crucially, the combs have different tooth spacing. After passing through a sample that partially absorbs them, the combs are made to interfere at a detector. The resulting signal contains beat amplitudes at microwave frequencies, and the frequency analysis reveals the sample absorption spectrum. (sighs) So what the fuck am I actually talking about? Didn't they say at one point, like, cognizant light or something? Coherent. Coherent light? Wouldn't that mean that the light is understandable? Like, it makes sense? It does. Well, how come the paragraph doesn't? (laughs) 
<laughs> Why should light make more sense for me. than than English? Okay, just real quick. Coherent light is basically light of one color. Right? Okay, so that's light- science abusing the language. That's my fucking point. And what's really amazing about this is as soon as I read it, I recognized just how deep in the bullshit, literally, hey. I was <laughs> because this is literally my fucking field. I know that conference. <laughs> it's I know his people field. Who submitted, do, you, do you get it, folks? I know people who submitted papers to this shit. Ma! So basically it's what you've got... field, because cows. Ma! <laughs> so basically what you've got... Here's the, here's the actual fucking thing they're doing. Uh-huh. You've got two lasers, and they pass through different gases. The color of the lasers change just a little bit, sure. and that like change in color yeah. is measured and if you got two of them going across mm-hmm. you can pinpoint where the change in color is coming from right. so it's like playing a game of battleship with lasers and farts <laughs> yes and there we're, we're taking that and quoting the shit out of it that's for sure um can i i'm stuck at something different though still go ahead please laser comb Laser comb. And there are there are teeth. So I'm picturing, of course, someone is pulling something out of uh, barbicide or whatever the blue shit is. And, you know, they just attach a freaking laser to its head. And somehow it detects light or farts or both or something. So is it a comb? Like what I think? Oh, it's a comb with the no, fancy thing. No, no, no. When we're talking frequency combs, we're talking about... Oh, I'm sorry. Like, we're talking about... I'm going to explain it. it I understand it. And that's the thing is that these... You lose the point of what's going on. You're damn uh, right I do. <laughs> Both of us are very gassy today. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> get the laser combs out, I guess. <laughs> Basically, instead of like, okay, white light, you can break it up into different colors with a prism, right? Racist. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Right. Laser light, one single color. Sure. Frequency combs, very discrete single colors as opposed to a broad spectrum. Why is it got frequency it has com- teeth? Right. It's frequency combs, but it's not a spacing thing. It's a continuous beam. It's just broken up with like this color, this color, this color, this color discreetly as opposed to being a whole rainbow. You get a free one at the barber shop. You do. So, so they should try a, like a light brush for more textured light jobs. Or a broom. Yeah, what kind of room, though, is my first question. <laughs> Looking at the cows. Are you Kevin? <laughs> Bugger off, it's too early. It's my Australian, irritable, confused cow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And that's its name. Uh, so this is my thing. All those technical words, you see how I broke it down. Yeah. I, this is the biggest complaint I have about most scientists in the world. They are absolutely brilliant at what they do, no doubt. I get the idea. I get the point. I get the fucking purpose. But if you cannot communicate that clearly, you're doing fucking nothing useful right now. You've got to make it understandable. And it pisses me off so much. So I may not be the best science communicator in the world, but fuck these guys. And they're in my goddamn field that I got a PhD in. And I'm reading this paper and I'm like, why didn't you just say that? it bothers me so much. Do you have any other questions for me while I'm agitated? So can they see the cow farts at all? Are they just getting data? I was picturing like a, like a, uh, what do you call it? The, the, um, 
Pink Floyd like laser light shows, you know? <laughs> so you're like these cows are going, and the lasers are zooping back and forth and making fucking cool designs and like say, spelling out moo and like laser light, and it's all kinds of fucking crazy orchestral shit going on, and then it's like, you know. It might be, but it's in infrared, so you couldn't see it anyway. Hello, hello, hello. Is there anybody? <laughs> you, you, you just blast. You just blasphemed the second best song on that album. <laughs> <laughs> What's the first? Money. Hey you. Oh. Is that money? money is came... money on that album? No, money came off a dark side of the moon. We're both on the wall right now. Okay. Yeah, we are. No, I have no further questions, Your Honor. <laughs> so you know what? We're gonna play a game that <laughs> I'm just gonna have to go. Your segue you are holding true to that look, no fucking segues. There is no meat, there's just bones. I've been picked clean because we're going to play a game that might involve a wall, depending on how creative you are, because this is real or bullshit sex advice from the city of New York edition. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. All right. I like it. All right. Well, I don't know. I don't know if you know about this and I don't know how you feel about sex in the time of the big dumb thing, but. Since New York City, the epicenter of the U.S. big dumb thing, starts to reopen responsibly, they are issuing some sage advice to citizens and have put out a three-page document, <laughs> easy reading, um, for citizens eager to once again safely get their freak on. Really? Yes. Make sure we prominently post the link to that thing in the oh, yeah. show notes. I need to and, check this out myself. Well, I'm, I'm very happy you haven't seen it because, uh, honestly, a, a friend of mine said to me this week, well, everybody needs a proofreader. And uh, boy, they should have fucking had one awesome. because some of the advice they gave is so intentionally funny. You might have thought I wrote it intentionally or unintentionally, funny? unintentionally funny. OK. And you know what? Maybe I did write this. So I've got a series of advice quotes regarding sex in the age of the big dumb thing. They're either straight from the New York City's quote, safe for sex and COVID-19 document or something I made up. Oh, boy. OK. All right. Are you ready for this? I have no clue. Good. Quote one, or is it? You are your safest sex partner. Masturbation will not spread the big dumb thing. I I'm editing in the big dumb thing. Obviously. Well, of course, yeah. So we all are clear. He, you know, uh, that, COVID, so, COVID-19, hereafter, always the big dumb yes. thing. You are your safest pe sex partner. <laughs> Pex partner? God damn Yeah, it. I am. Feel these nips. <laughs> you are your safe. We'll try it one more time. You are your safest sex partner. Masturbation will not spread the big dumb thing, especially if you wash your hands and any sex toys with soap and water for 20 seconds before and after sex. Oh boy. So, all right. Obviously, so real means this was actually in the document. Yep. So bullshit clear. is bullshit it's Phil's advice. You made that up. Well, I guess the, if if it's um, I'm gonna say it's real. Slash, congratulations if you bullshitted that thing together because that was very clever. So real. Ring it. Yes. Yeah. That's wash sad your, though. Wash your sex toys, folks. Wash them. Oh, I was just uh, you know kind of shaking them out the window. Watch, wash that fucking broom. <laughs> Depends what kind it is. Brooms, combs, and sex toys this week. I didn't realize how well it was going to go together. Yeah, man, it is stinky synergy. All coming again. And cow asses are in there somewhere. <laughs> so, unfortunately, 
Yeah. Shooting lasers and shit. Number two. (laughs) If you have a partner outside your household or multiple partners, be sure you know them and the status of their health well. Orgies are strongly discouraged. Real or bullshit? I um I'm gonna I'm gonna double down and say that too is real. That's just good <sighs> advice from me. Oh, well done, Phil. Thank you. Well done, and damn it. <laughs> I guess I know how to write like a like like a government agency like by a accident. Prurient government agent. <laughs> Orgies are strongly discouraged. I guess they didn't discourage him, folks. So hey. <laughs> Hey, three-page read. Read it, folks. It's actually good advice. Quote number three. Maybe it's your thing. Maybe it's not. But during the big dumb thing, wearing a a face covering that covers your nose and mouth is a good way to add a layer of protection during sex. Uh, First off, I just want to congratulate you on transitioning from something about orgies into saying, maybe it's your thing, maybe it's not. (laughs) Which could be really the sub-headline behind any orgy invitation of all time. (laughs) You know what? That if I ever have an orgy and I send that invitation, maybe it's your thing. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's, it's not. not. <laughs> Whether you coming or not. Um, <laughs> uh, that was unintentionally horrible. <laughs> and it, if it's your thing, I hope you are. These are so absurd. It's it's this is impossible. This is just swinging my dingaling around in the dark at an orgy. I don't know what I'm gonna get. Uh, oh, gross. That's amazing. Well, how about I'll say this one is real. Ring it. Yes. All right. Two for three. That one was the crux of this game. When I read the words in the document, maybe it's your thing. Maybe it's not. I was like, holy shit. I'm strongly leaning toward that as an episode title. (laughs) (laughs) Like with a winky face. (laughs) If you want something to read in bed to make you laugh, this might be the other thing, everybody. (laughs) Whip around stories to tell in the dark. There you go. Whip around (laughs) after dark. Oh, quote number four. If you feel unwell after sex or during, stop. (laughs) Tell your partner and self-isolate for 14 days. Nothing ruins the mood like contracting a preventable disease. Oh, boy. Um, that sounds like some good Phil advice to me. I'm going to say bullshit. Ah, ring it, you got me. Yeah, it was so good. It just, it just, you know, now I hear wise advice. I hear wise advice and I'm like, aha, that's Phil. I didn't think, I was like, he's, he's going to sniff out the orgy thing, but I figured, I thought I was going to have you. (laughs) Nothing ruins the mood like a contractable disease, like a preventable disease. Well, it just, it also sounded kind of like gym advice. Remember, if you're ever uncomfortable using a machine, stop. You know, it was like, (laughs) pull the red plug on your friend. I don't know. (laughs) With their consent. Yeah. Here we go. Next quote. Rimming mouth to anus (laughs) might spread the virus. Wait, stop. Stop right there. How dare you? How dare you, sir? Deadpan rimming in this podcast rimming um <laughs> please start again just because i want i want to make sure we can isolate it well rimming mouth to anus might spread the virus virus in feces may enter your mouth and could lead to infection <laughs> the conflict on your face is priceless <laughs> again could be on the orgy invitation uh oh god i 
Never has rimming been <laughs> so front and center <laughs> in my judgment. Oh, uh, bullshit, yeah. Phil. Bullshit. It's bullshit. Actually in the document. Ugh. I don't know if that makes me happy or sad. But, I'm disappointed you know, in how there. they're saying it. virus may be in whatever. Virus in feces may enter your mouth and could lead to infection. Virus. It, virus isn't the plural of virus. You know what I'm saying? It's an odd way to phrase it. Perhaps I miswrote it. But anyway, number six. How many of these are there? Just six. Okay. And I just realized I don't have a tiebreaker. So get this right. Otherwise, you end up tie and it's the first ever drawn whip around history. Oh, I, I think I can. No pressure. I think I can. I think I can. <laughs> Another thing for the orgy invitation. <laughs> uh, final quote. <clears throat> Make it a little kinky. Be creative with sexual positions and physical barriers, like walls, that allow sexual contact while preventing close face-to-face contact. Okay, that is awkward. Can I hear it one more time? Make it a little kinky. Be creative with sexual positions and physical barriers, like like walls, walls, that allow sexual contact while preventing close face-to-face contact. Is that real, or is it my bullshit? You have really stumbled onto something, Phil, that you have a happy talent for mimicking the New York board of wanking and, and schwanking and how they write. Uh, that's going to be who's that's going to be the official like return address on the uh, station. <laughs> Actually, dude, <laughs> you know what? Here's this is going to be a giveaway for our fans. Oh, no, 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 no. We are not giving away orgy invitations. Foe or no. <laughs> uh, all right. Like walls. Damn it. <laughs> You know, I would like this to be a double trick, like a double reveal, that it turns out you authored the document, the official document, <laughs> and made up some other ones. I'm not moonlighting for the for the Board of Health. The, the Board of Wanking and Schwanking? <laughs> yes. Damn, damn, damn. Okay, going out on a limb. I feel like you're a better writer than that. I'm going to say it's real. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. Oh, yes. <laughs> Woo! That's right. The New York Board of Health endorsing glory holes this week. <laughs> like walls. Like walls. Jesus. Well uh, done. No well. All, all kidding aside, even the ones that I wrote the two are just fucking good advice citizens. And honestly. No, look they, at you trying to make a fucking U-turn into serious shit now. Trying to help everybody here in the age of the big dumb thing with the game. I mean, why not? And and really read the document because you're going to find more quotes that I could have extracted for this game, this this orgy of fun we're having here. Ugh. But, <laughs> Damn you to But, uh, you know, run a laser comb through your hair, citizens, wipe yourselves down, take a little break, and come on back. Come on back. Oh, let's get out of here. It's Dave DiOrio, and I'm here to ask you to listen to Potadelphia, where every week I'm joined by two guys who drink and watch all the Philly sports action so you don't have to. I'm Chuck Siders, and I do recommend you watch all the games. It'll definitely help your enjoyment of the podcast. And I'm Gene Zelak, and I recommend you drink, because that'll definitely help you enjoy the podcast. New episodes drop every Monday. Just search Potadelphia. Very upset. I put a little too much um, lemon juice in that iced tea before I got up here. Now I'm like all puckered.
And we're back because <laughs> Phil makes sounds like nobody's business, and You're it's definitely right. it's definitely not mine. So, uh, welcome <laughs> to the fastest part of the show. It's Act Three, and that means it is time for Three for the Road. That time of the show, we talk about those things that are. Uh, well, not really part of the theme of the show, and definitely not emitting from a cow's <laughs> ass, and so how could they be? Uh, what we're going to do is volley back and forth three times a piece, talking about news stories that are burning a hole in our brain. We get 30 seconds per turn, and once that 30 seconds is up, you'll hear something a little bit like this, which is Des- the Decibel laser combing away to tell us it's time to shut the fuck up, move on to the next person. Again, we go back and forth like that three times, then we'll have some plugs, some chit-chat, some chitty-chitty-bang-bang, uh, shitty-shitty-shat, and then I'll be it. That'll be the show. Phil and I did talk before we came back on the air because we're responsible like that. And somehow this time I actually remember what we said. It's really weird. So I'm going to be going first. Phil might have some questions for me, though. Are you coming to the orgy later? (laughs) If you're bald like us, do we need laser combs? Are you go? Okay, and there is honor among idiots news. Two inmates serving time in a Roman prison broke out of jail on June 2nd, but not before penning a note promising that they'd be back soon. Yep, cousins David oh. Zukanovich, 40, and Leal Achimov, 46, managed to flee Rebibia prison, quote, by cutting through the bars in their prison cell window, rappelling down to the courtyard on a fire hydrant water hose, and climbing over the outer walls by climbing the barbed wire with a wire cutter. The kicker is that the two men swore they returned to prison in 15 days when they clearly had pressing business was, uh, was all handled. The men noted that they needed to do something involving helping their kids and couldn't ask the mothers to help because they're in prison also. The guys are nonviolent criminals, so hey, forget about the law. Are they running Madagascar? In I wonder why it didn't work out the first time news. Deka Ahmed, age 41, made the same bad choice that countless other people have made during lockdowns and attempted to make up with her ex, uh, Sylvester Rulis, age 28. Ahmed broke lockdown and showed up at his place with a bottle of wine. Rulis let her in, figuring it couldn't hurt anything, but then he proceeded to pour the wine into a tumbler instead of a wine glass. Ahmed apparently has super high standards because as soon as he committed the faux pas, she threw the wine bottle at him, slapped him in the face ten times, hit his housemate with a belt. Once the two ladies, uh, once the two gents, once the, uh, him and his housemate escorted her from the house, she proceeded to drop her pants and shit on his doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, lockdown isn't a good time to contact your ex. There's never really a good time for that, and there's no need for violence. Skip talking to them and shit on their steps and get it over with if that's what you're going to do. <laughs> in uber Dumkoff parent news, a small-time thief in Germany tried to steal a few things from a supermarket, but set off an alarm as he tried to abscond with his six euros worth of merch and fled the scene. The only problem, the stupid cheapskate piece of shit left his son behind at the store when he ran. <laughs> yes, our unnamed filching fuck-up somehow managed to forget his own eight-year-old progeny as he went crashing out of the sweet, sweet ten-buck uh, hall, quote, and so the culprit was quickly identified, according to local police. And dude managed to fall down so spectacularly during his dad-of-the-year escape attempt that he wound up arrested and hospitalized. Here's hoping mom is a better influence. Hell, if she can run without collapsing in an embarrassing heap, she's already way ahead. In You, Sir, Legally Are an Asshole news. Last year, Phillies, uh, ex-Phillies and Mets outfielder Lenny Dykstra sued his former teammate Mets commentator Ron Darling for defamation. This arose because Darling had recently published an autobiography that shed an unflattering light on all of the racist, misogynistic, underhanded, generally shitty behavior that Dykstra has always been known for. This was finally settled when a judge throughout the case best based on the fact that Dykstra's horrible reputation is so well known that it's basically impossible to libel him. <laughs> After detailing all the horrible things Dykstra was known to have done, the judge ruled that given the aforesaid litany of stories concerning Dykstra's poor 
and mean-spirited behavior, the reference cannot, quote, induce an evil opinion of him in the minds of right-thinking persons since that evil opinion has long existed. I know we have more pressing matters in the course, but I can't help but that I, but I can't help but hope that being legally declared an asshole becomes a thing. If it does, I've got a list for any lawyers that want to take up a case. And in It's Also a Mouthwash Folks news, an Aussie distillery is celebrating a brush with clean disaster this week after they had to scramble to recall a number of gin bottles shipped out filled with hand sanitizer. No! Victoria-based Apollo Bay Distillery sent out nine bottles labeled SS Casino Gin, but actually had hand sanitizer, quote, containing glycerol and hydrogen peroxide, end quote. The distraught gin slingers warned customers of, quote, nausea, headaches, dizziness, bloating, vomiting, thirst, and diarrhea, which honestly could have been copied and pasted from a description of gin, and I doubt I could tell the difference, but more to the point, all nine bottles have been returned, and alas, tons of actual gin is still in circulation. I'll have gin later just to piss you off. And finally for me, in this is fucking great news there's a new font out there that's more than a font not only is it very clean easy to read and sans serif if you're into that kind of thing it's cleverly coded in a way that it blocks the curse words as you type if you type any cur- any words considered obscene it simply displays the first letter and then a black box as your filthy prose is summarily redacted what's the name of this fabulous little font why it's called Scunthorpe Sands. Basically, modern fonts can current your letters together, and as you form words, so this uh, and as you form words, so the spacing, spacing is pleasant. In this case, it's been coded to black out certain combinations of letters instead of pushing and pulling the individual's letters together. The authors of the font say that it can be blocked dozens of naughty words, but quote, with special exemption for Scunthorpe, that town has suffered enough. Oh my God! There's a font for Scunthorpe. Oh baby. my God! I got a ki- Oh my God! You love hey. that, right? Hey. You made it. <laughs> she doesn't give a shit. You, she doesn't give a shit about it. bastard hanging up on her wall back she there. She doesn't give a shit about anything but her damn self. Scunthorpe's on the uh, album art, if you will. For this there episode. you go. Uh, that's incredible, Phil. Great job. But it was interesting, too, until the Scunthorpe part brought it in to make it a story that appeals so much of to course. all of us. It was interesting that I ended with a gin one and you ended with, like, a font. Yeah, really. Uh, we kind of traded off our interests in a way. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Uh, okay, so anything to plug? Oh, Magician's Assistant Facebook page. We are still working on those tinfoil uh, <laughs> tinfoil uh, chainmail hats for all you crazy bastards out there. But uh, still some lovely stuff. Still some time to order uh, costumes for any future thing that might happen when the big dumb thing is gone. Halloween, now. Is, Halloween is beginning to creep a little bit it's, closer if you want to get yeah, a custom order in i would think it's getting it's getting to the point where if she gets two or three orders in above what she's got on the on the docket right now you may not get something in time for halloween so yeah if you're planning oh, already get on it now yeah, then you want it. You'll, you'll look great trust me how about you what do you got to plug i want to make sure to say thank you once again to jill yapsuga coming on the show do last week doing the mixed medicine bag uh, hanging in there when we went dark for a week for obvious reasons, and uh, just uh, you know, my my wife really loved the collector's uh, box of Ghostbusters stuff that she was here to plug. Check out the episode, uh, and the link is in the show notes from last week. But yeah, thank you to Jill. She is always a wonderful part of the Whip Around family. And if you, and if you still haven't seen the video, watch it because it is just Jill's fantastic delivery and humor, and it's wonderful. Yeah, motherfucker. Anything else you want to plug, Phil? Oh, you know, the two uh, sort of related podcasts. We've got Potadelphi, the only Philly sports show that matters. MLB, probably not coming back because they're a bunch of dickbags. But everything else is coming back, so the guy's got stuff to talk about. And by the guys, I mean, of course, Juicy Jeans. And, of course, the only explicit literature podcast, Slow Readers. It's all about uh, books. 
Yep, and tangents and random shit and anime references. And I got to get in touch with Gabe because I want to go on there. They invited me on and I want to talk about Shadows of the Empire. So I want to go on and just wreck their shit. I feel like basically. there might be a more direct way to reach out to him than doing it on like a podcast that gets edited and then released. <laughs> but, but hey, you do you, well, man. I just, I'm remi- that's my reminder to myself that I need to text him. If I say it out loud. Okay, you're rem- literally <laughs> no to selfing <laughs> on our podcast. <laughs> Sean, most convoluted way Sean, buy ever. peanut butter and paper towels. Buy <laughs> carrot sticks, not baby carrots. Subscribe to the Whip Around on iTunes. Rate us, review us. It helps us get in more people's ears. Creamy and course, peanut butter. Directly. Share it directly because you know what? We are still, despite how shitty it keeps. Double getting, A batteries. We are here for you. And we want to make you laugh in the age of the, the, the pledge, <laughs> lemon pledge. Don't forget. Also, we're on Facebook and Instagram. So follow us, join in the conversation. And of course, the whip around podcast.com and email us at whip around at gmail.com. Usually hey, shout out. If you figure it out, spelling before Sean does, there's a chance. Captain crunch. So uh, for me, for all the laser comb cows out there, for the safe orgies for Sean's shopping list. Creamed corn. <laughs> I just want to say to all of you out there, hang in there. Cauliflower florets. Be safe. And we love you. Poppy seed dressing times two. Bye. So I'll see you at the orgy then. Lube. <laughs> <laughs> The early bird gets the broom in the crotch.